You're listening to the Premier Podcast Network. Everybody, welcome to another episode of Sitting Inside. We are back. I am somewhat cured from this fucking COVID. It is kicking my ass. But we cannot miss another week of Sitting Inside. So here we are. This is episode number 197. Uh, of course, as always, I am Robert El Jefe Villa. And my friends over here is Rudy Lara. Mark Ambu Miller, and of course, David Rodriguez. What's going on, fellas? We back. Glad to be back, bro. <laughs> I forgot man, I my like suit, of course. But know, next time I'll have it ready. I'm sorry. I was in Phoenix last <laughs> week, so that's why we didn't do the show. Yeah. yeah. It feels like we haven't had a show in like almost five weeks. It, just, it feels hey. like almost like a month, honestly. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy, man. All right, guys. So we're well, back. We have a banger show tonight. Uh, we don't have a guest, but that's okay. We didn't uh, schedule one. Probably, probably won't have one till the uh, beginning of next year with uh, episode 200. Trying to still lock that in. But uh, let's get started with the uh, shout-outs real quick. Of course, as always, our friends at HKA USA. Go to hkusa.com, show your support to them as they show a lot of support to fighters and, of course, to Fightbook MMA. Also, to our streaming partners, Flow Combat, Fight TV, ESPN Plus, The Zone, and MMA TV. Of course, shout out to foxhoundfield.com. Go to foxhoundfield.com, use your phone and scan our QR code, and for all your purchases every single time, use our discount code for 20% off. F-B-M-M-A, in all caps. Also, for the fellas, we have uh, John Tyler, our boy, our friend of the show. Uh, Go and uh, get some nice underwear. Very, very comfortable. I wear them every day. I love them. Different colors as well. Uh, Use our discount code, 
FIGHTBOOK, in all caps, for 20% off on all your single purchases. Also, if you want to support our show even more, go to uh, our merch tab at the website at fightbookmma.com or use your phone and scan our QR code and uh, get yourself some merch. And if it's not there, hit me up. And uh, I got another platform that I have as a backup for us. The only fans. <laughs> for us to be able to, so for me to be able to get you some, some, uh, some merch. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, shit. All right, guys, let's do a quick rundown of all the events that are happening this weekend on the MMA kickboxing grappling Muay Thai category. Tonight, right now, happening live on the Brave website, Brave CF78. Our friends over there are kicking ass right now. They had, they're doing four shows back to back. And then tomorrow, Brave CF79. Um, yeah, uh, Carlos Kramer, our boy, our friend of the show, and a fight book MMA, huge supporter. Also, a uh, shout out to uh, man. It's been Muhammad. like forever since they uh, since they've had an event. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, dude, but they've been killing it, man. It's been like this is their second or third event already, and then tomorrow is their fourth event. Yep. crazy. But that's how they do it, man. That's how they close out the year, the year, and uh, they uh, just party on, man. Also, our friends over there um, at uh, Combate Global, our boy Rodolfo Roman, and uh, the PR guy that I've known since forever, Mike Afrowitz. Uh, go yeah. check him out. Combate Global Sanchez versus Kalian Niudu. Uh, that's happening also on December 8th. And don't forget, our friends, huge supporter of Fight Book MMA, they love us to pieces. PFL. They're having PFL Europe for the 2023 mm. championships. Um, quick shout out to our, our boy out there, Anik. I mean, he is killing it with PFL. Um, killing just it. To, yeah, just to toot our own horn, man, PFL PR actually emailed us and said that they are very happy with Anik and very happy with what the type of uh, coverage we're doing for PFL. And uh, they can't wait for what we can do next year so. Shout out to them, man. Bro, I want to see I, I want to see Anik fight Ariel in a cage. <laughs> I'll email them. <laughs> Shout out Ray Visa. Much love to Fight Book MMA. Thanks, bro. Hey, yeah, that's my boy. That's my golf buddy right there, Ray Visa. 420. Grind it. Nice, nice. We out here grinding. Hell yeah. you. Uh, also, our friends over there at One Championship, of course, they love Fightbook MMA as well. Uh, it's going to be streaming live on Fightbook MMA, and I'll be doing the live results as well. One Fight Night 17. That is happening tomorrow. And, of course, our friends. Man, we got a bunch of friends having events this week. We are going to be live covering XFN 391. Oh, yeah. Uh, our boy Arlo is there. He's going to be cage side. Um, reporting live and reporting um, um, round by round of these uh, amazing fights. This is the last event of the year for XFN. So, um, Mr. Cook, yep, thank you, sir, for always supporting Fightbook MMA. Yep. And then we have uh, um, so the one fight night's going to be live on Fightbook. XFN's going to be live on Fightbook. But the next one, the next one, Dynasty Combat Sports Season Beatings 2023. Is also Seasons be beatings, hell yeah. Yeah, dude. <laughs> uh, they're uh, going to be streaming live at Fightbook MMA. 
And our friends over there at AKA 33, our boy Diamond is going to be uh, ring announcing. We had him on our show as well. Um, he's also uh, won an award for uh, best ring announcer um, for the states here. So um, yeah, it, it's uh, it's going to be a banger of a show. Uh, AKA 33 also streaming live at Fight Book, and then December 9th, Fusion Fight League, another title that you're gonna like Rudy seasons beatings 2023 hell yeah <laughs> uh winter versus mcmillan that's also gonna be streaming live at fight book mma it's so time all to ranch the... it up oh let's shit. go it's time to ranch <laughs> it up in the boxing bare knuckle hey, slap fighting category we have <laughs> redneck brawl four streaming live yes. on fight book mma this is gonna be a good. That energy. shit's fucking funny as hell, honestly. Right? Yeah. That yeah. that, that boxing funny as hell is a fucking is. dude. If you want to last <laughs> your ass off and enjoy some crazy ass boxing, yeah. watch Redneck Brawl. One like one or two actually has some decent boxing. The rest are just fucking shit shows, right, Rudy? <laughs> I like shit shows, bro. I mean. <laughs> Isn't that isn't no, that the event? Uh, didn't they have a didn't Jose Canseco box on one of those shows? Right, I, I, I think so. Uh, he's, yeah, he's and he lost that shit. miserably. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Hornswoggle did too. Ooh. Man, Hornswoggle. Oh, yeah. Dave knows what I'm talking oh, about. All right. In Pembroke Pines, Florida, this is going to be streaming live on ESPN+. Plus. It's going to be a title fight. Robesi Ramirez versus Rafael Espinosa. They're what? going to be fighting for Ramirez WBO featherweight title. Also in San Francisco, California, this one's going to be streaming live on The Zone. It is another title fight. Regis Progrias versus Devin Haney. I haven't yeah. seen Devin Haney fight in a long hmm. ass time. Sure. Uh, they're going to be yeah. fighting for Progrice WBC Junior Welterweight title. And on December 10th in Bermuda, England, another title fight. Chris Billum Smith versus Matthews Masternak. This is a 12-rounder. <laughs> and they're fighting for Billum Smith's WBO <laughs> Cruiserweight title. Masternak. So, I know. There's a lot of events happening <laughs> this week, guys. And uh, for all you people that are watching and are listening, don't forget to watch these fights. Because if you're not, David. Most definitely. You're not watching every single round, every single second, every event that Rob just mentioned. And also going to fightbookmma.com for most of that content. Not a real fight fan. Not a real fight fan. 100%. And you got to be doing the fucking Friday challenges. Don't think that we forgot, folks. Yeah, you better have a fridge full of prime and Bud Light. Otherwise, not a real fight fan. Don't even front. No. <laughs> and you definitely weren't a real fight fan if you weren't tuned in last week to UFC Austin, a card that I know Roberto, you guys are probably going to give it a 10. And uh, it, it, I mean, I, uh, I knew I'm going to give it a 10. I knew I was. I watched it on and off. To be honest, I ain't gonna lie to you guys. I really didn't watch it from beginning. You're to not a real fight fan, then, dude. Get out of here. Well, no, I'm gonna boot you. Fuck you. I was with my kid. So was I. 
Don't. Yeah, there was. Uh, she wasn't watching the fight. So. There was a few people I knew uh, in <laughs> attendance there. We know Dana White always says, you know, uh, consecutive sellout number 89 or so. I knew some people there. Uh, the event, it wasn't sold out. Uh, the gate did well. $2 million gate. A um, couple fights dropped off. The boy Steve Garcia was supposed to fight on there. He's, in fact, fighting uh, this coming weekend. Uh, we'll break down that card in the later portion of the show. But the main event, we're starting right there, boys. Armin Sarukian putting a stamp on it. The guy is definitely in title contention at the moment. He has fought the champ previously before. I don't know what they do with him. There's talks of the Dustin Poirier fight out there. But, man, did, did we see Benil Darius just getting smashed like that that quickly, right? Bro, I yes. did not think that Benil Darius was going to get manhandled the way he did. I thought I for did. sure it did. I, I wanted I I literally wanted Benil to win this fight. Um I, I had him winning. I was rooting for him since you know when they announced this fight. But fuck, dude. Armand just came in there and said, Oh yeah, let me show you. He, Amazing. Dude, it was like a Superman Amazing. punch, basically, the way Bro. it landed. And initially it looked like the knee landed, but it wasn't the knee. It was just the way, you know, all his momentum was just straight up into that mm-hmm. right hand and mm-hmm. right on the temple. And shoot, just to cap off the card, I mean, it kind of it puts him in that position, though, right, Rudy, where he can call for maybe that rematch, and they could put that fight in, in uh, the Saudi show coming up in March, right? He's already called for that rematch, and I yeah. think I think he deserves it, bro. That would be a, a very exciting fight. Yeah, because at one fifty five, it kind of leaves Dariush. I mean, on his side, he's I mean, he's still relatively young. He's been in some wars, fought the top guys at one fifty five, but he's kind of I mean, that loss sort of put him you know, to the upper, I mean, it's a straight murderer's row at the top of 55. It's been that way for a while, but Darius, like, man. man. How how long, how many times do you almost reach the top and not get it? How many times can you possibly do that? You know, I mean, he may be young, but the dude has been pretty much a gatekeeper for the for quite a while now, bro. I mean, he's how long has he been in the UFC? You gotta wonder if he shoot. I I like the guy, you know, no, I'm not, no knock to his skill, but you know he's he's not the most exciting hmm. fighter. He's kind of like uh, yeah. the way people view Bilal, um, and I like Bilal too. But just he's just not the most exciting fighter. Isn't the most charismatic person. Yeah, you get somebody has to. Do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know he's he's always right there, dude, and just never closes. Right? It's yep. Just, I don't know, man. Hmm. I mean, he'd have I'm, to go on like a crazy streak now too. And like I said, the top guys ahead of him, you know, just fighting Armin Struik and getting finished. You'd have to go on a really crazy streak and knock off some fucking killers. And uh, it's highly unlikely, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And yeah, like you said, Rudy, that's, uh, that's not easy. Anymore. Yeah. Well, it how, hasn't how many, been easy for times, years. So, yeah. You know, how, how many times can you, can no, you do that? You know what I'm saying? Division. Yeah. Mm. Like, uh, but it was the- Josh Emmett, dude. That's another, another prime example of that, that happening. You know, he's always almost there and yeah. he doesn't mm-hmm. get in the end, bro. Yeah, and this sort this uh, uh fight night card in Austin, I gotta admit, was super necessary that it was a, a stadium show. Cause had this event happened in like the silence of the apex, like it would have been kind of shitty, right? Because the crowd was yeah. lit in Austin. Mm-hmm. So like I mean, they do hold a lot of events in the apex, but this particular card being a fight night card in a stadium, I thought that it made it all the best as far as the matchmakers. Like you got the Guida fight, like Guida fighting Joaquin Silva with silence wouldn't have been what it was with the crowd reacting the way it did. And, and especially the, I want to get to the co-main of course, uh, is showcase another lightweight bout, uh, a straight killer 
and Jalen Turner mm-hmm. taking a fight on short notice. A lot of people didn't give him a shot. We didn't do the show last week. I indeed knew that Jalen Turner was going to go in there and I, train I wreck Bobby Green. Mm-hmm. And um, my question to y'all, starting – You lie. You called Bobby Green. Starting, no, you. starting with you, Mark, is that the worst stoppage in the UFC history? A lot of Cormier saying it like people are – I don't know. We've seen a lot of terrible stoppages. What, what about this one, though, Mark? That was um, early. Honestly, early, bro. That it was one. way too early. <laughs> Yeah, it was ugly. Oh, way too early. It was and ugly. Know, and I know Mari I'm a so second is out there throwing and a lot of those shots man. in the back of the head, though. On the, like, come on, that's what <laughs> I want to hear. When, when bad, I hear bro. that, fatality. That's when it's over. <laughs> it, it, it was bad though. Like that was some bad, bad reference. Yeah, and I think uh, we expected Dana White to just be furious and like completely tear into uh, Kerry Hatley. No, he didn't. Uh, Bobby Green, of course, came out and uh, talked about it and said, "Hey." Uh, I was out, but after he rewatched it, he thought it was pretty brutal. But it was kind of like, I mean, the ref's angle where he was. I mean, it's, it's a, we've seen his head bouncing off the mat from just like the force of the shots from Jalen Turner, which looked like he was still alive. But man, he got straight killed. Jalen Turner, man, I know, I know he cuts a lot of weight. That was going to be my most uh, concerning thing about him going into the fight. But man, this guy, his frame, his size, uh, the reach at 155. Uh, he's fought so much top competition, but starting out Bobby Green puts you in big time fights, and I believe he's ranked in the top ten. I think he's got yeah. a ten by his numbers, so or by his yeah. ranking. So, and let's not forget he's he's yeah. a badass skateboarder. Yeah, yeah that's is. right. <laughs> yeah. He's legit. That's right, yeah. dude. Imagine but, yeah, what the, he could have done if he had a full full on fight camp. Well, it just. God, I, I mean, don't, I don't he would probably have finished it probably in the first thirty Sooner. seconds of the fight. Man, and Bobby Green, it uh, wasn't that. No, Calamate Rob. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but moving down on the oh, card, uh, I think we were all excited to see this debut of Davis and Figueredo at one thirty-five against a very tough veteran guy in Rob mm. Font. Uh, Figueroa, it's finally, it was good to see him in a three round fight and not fighting fucking the Moreno eight times in a row, right? Wasn't that a refreshing thing? So <laughs> it yeah. was, it was really good. And I think Rob Font, uh, nice you know, oh, we man. can't take anything away from Rob Font, man. He, he fought his ass off. No, he did what he had to do to survive that fight. And, uh, Davison, man, <clears throat> he's a killer. He's yeah. just straight up killer. And Rudy, I think we, uh, well, a lot of us would agree. I, mean, I said it the moment the fight concluded that, you know, I'd like to see Figueredo fight Dominic Cruz, man. That's a, mm. a super fight, blow key. You know, give, nice given it is, is going to be his second go around at 135 if it does. I think they got to uh, somewhat get him on the UFC uh, 300 card. I, will, we'll see yeah, I think, um, I think we'll murder Dominic Cruz. I wouldn't mm. want to see that, man. Mm. <laughs> Figueredo's got still got some juice in him. Um, Dominic Cruz, not so much. I mean, what, what the hell has he done lately? Well, yeah, I think I have a feeling. A to watch. <laughs> yeah, and I have a feeling like somehow Dominic Cruz fights on UFC 300, and it could be in fact Davidson Figueredo. He does. So, he does. Yeah. Well, but it was speaking, of, speaking, of, speaking of 300. Did you hear that they offered Ronda Rousey 15 million to fight Misha? Yeah. No. That's yeah. Getting to that Why too. Though? Why that fight though? Like. See, the thing is, too, uh, we know Holly Holm was in the building that night in Austin. Misha Tate looked great, the best she's looked in several years, got it all together. And I think that's yeah. a fight that they could turn around and go for 300 with Holly Holm and Misha. 
I don't know about the Rousey thing. I mean, yeah. Dana White, that's probably something like an ace up his sleeve that he's like, all right, fuck it. Ronda is, in fact, coming back. But I don't know about the Misha fight. I'd rather see the Holly Holm Misha fight, and that I may, in fact, too. be Holly's last fight. So. It could be. Yeah. It could be, and then she can go and, and fight her contract out and then go into boxing. Because I know she wants to fight, like, three more times in a professional boxing just to make that yeah. fucking okay. badass purse yeah. that they pay him. Um, yeah, that box. So, yeah, of course. And then just be a, a fucking full time trainer, a coach at Jackson's. No. No. But yeah, Holly Holm, Misha Tate, UFC 300, matchmakers, mm-hmm. make it happen, Dana. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. but uh, moving down into the welterweight ranks, oh man, Calvin Gaslam cutting a lot mm. of weight. We know that he's kind of like we don't know if he's actually fighting until the cage door closes. Scale issues, but he looked. <laughs> he looked good, man. Like he looked good physically. He went in there. Sean Brady is a savage, man. People might have booed and weren't interested in that fight. That takes like years upon years of skill. And he's definitely like improved, man. Like if he could fucking take down anybody at welterweight, he could pull a Bilal Muhammad and smash him. I mean, I know he lost to Bilal, but Calvin Gaslam, yeah. I don't know, man. He just was not ready <laughs> to defend the takedown, man. Not at all, right? Yeah. And that submission is one of my favorite submissions to pull off is the Kimura. I love doing that, man. I See, and getting it off on it's, yeah, getting, and then to do Brady it, getting to do it, it off against, on him. Yeah, yeah, and to yeah. Do it against the <laughs> Calvin. Yeah. That's fucking speaks volumes. Yeah, but I think Calvin Gaslam, you know, the door is getting closer to, to being over for his career at 170. Mm-hmm. Man, like I don't know if it's 185, right, Rudy? Because like at 170, I don't know who they put him up against. Calvin's been a fucking gatekeeper, low key. He gave probably what is he one of the best. Uh, matchups leading up to whatever you know is he getting dethroned and that so i don't know rudy what do you think's next for calvin man i don't know man i mean he's just another one of those guys you know like i was alluding to with Emmett. um he's just one of those guys who he's been this guy has actually been at the top but he's been just chasing it ever Mm -hmm. since and i don't think he'll Mm -hmm. ever get back on that and at some point you got to just say hey you know what i gotta i gotta move up and wait or accept what it is and maybe take a cut and pay yeah. I, I don't know how they negotiate that shit you know i'm sure i'm sure the uh, ufc brass see that and and approach it that way and say hey you know what um you know we can't get, keep giving you you know uh spotlight fights on a card and you you're coming up short every time you know uh, it's either take okay, a I- cut and pay renegotiate your contract or you know, move up, move down. I don't know, man. I don't know what's next for Kelvin. I, I like the dude. Um, I just, I don't know, man. He just, you know, what's it, next the for sport's Kelvin? always evolving, bro. The sport's all evolving and, and these guys just take it to another level, man. And it just, uh, you, you see it, man. They, these younger dudes, they, they're just blowing past these older guys. Yep. Not saying that he's old, but you yep. know, oh, in the fight game, fight, he is. fight game. He is, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You know what's I next? You know what's game, what's next for Kelvin? Is a, a non televised fight. Oh, <laughs> it's a good I think well, it's I, in the prelims credit- and it's a it's a it's a non televised <laughs> fight. <laughs> I do give him credit though, because like, wasn't he lined up to fight Shavkat? Comes in, faces John Bro, Brady. Like, he would have fought Shavkat, dude. That guy Kelvin would have been dead. 
But it's basically him coming back, taking <laughs> oh, that would not have been fun to watch. But taking these top notch guys, top talent, like credit to him because like nobody wants to fight these guys. You know, what I mean, he's trying to test himself, see where he still stands. You know, and Sean Brady just ran him over. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, welterweight division is probably the best division in the UFC, right? We'll see yeah. next week. Nah, we'll bro. Talk- yeah. Nah, bro. I like it, but it's not not the I best. I want to say the best in the UFC. I wouldn't say that. Well, Sean Brady, who do you call out? Or I think the fight, if the stars may align next week, say Ian Gary's victorious, there's really not a whole lot of guys available. We could probably see Sean Brady and like Ian Gary at UFC 300. You know what I mean? So I don't think the uh, UFC would do that to to Ian Gary. <laughs> Yay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, we'll see next week. He's got, you know what I mean, his hands full, and that fucking card is super legit. So can't wait to talk about those fights, break it down. But can't wait to the talk way it looks, Ian Gary. Yeah, <laughs> we'll get the, we'll <laughs> get there, boys. Uh, Joaquin Silva against the legend, the Carpenter, the Hall of Famer Clay Guida. The judges nearly gave him the fight, right? Even though Joaquin oh. Silva clearly won. Yeah, it was a good fight, man. Uh, it was a good fight. I and another guy, man, just been chasing it forever. Yeah, you know what? At what point is or what point is been it around forever too? You know, yeah, I'm. I'm this sport. I, I don't see it anytime soon. Maybe next year, dude. Maybe next year. Probably next yeah, isn't year. Isn't it? Um, probably Peguita's last year of fighting. Yeah, it'll it'll be sad, but hopefully he fights till he's like fifty. That'd be great. But yeah, but isn't his? Um, I heard rumors of his brother. You know, our. Frank, Frank Guida, I think he's supposed to be in like power slap or so next season or something like that. He's trying out or he's in the mix, like, and he's uh, the guy that's that's slapping yeah. Clay up before he enters the cage. I heard rumors so. about uh, Shaquille. He was on O'Neal top back Charles in the day, Barkley. remember? Yeah, of Shaquille course. Yeah. O'Neal. yeah, and Charles <laughs> Barkley in power slap. Hey, that needs to happen. Fucking destroy Charles Barkley. <laughs> no, they should do. Or what is it? Uh, Charles Barkley has beef with uh, Stephen A. Smith. Book that shit. Oh, I, I would love, I would yeah. love that. Charles would slap the fuck out of Stephen A. Smith. Are you kidding me? Charles would fuck him it's up. Super necessary, just, but um, that's another. The podium, dude. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's fuck another sport for for another time, for another show, boy. No, I'm just kidding. Um, the uh, the Rampage Jackson effect was in the building in Austin. And when are we ever going to see two back-to-back? Oh, yeah. I mean, in the fuck? It's like, yeah. We may, we may not ever see that ever again. Like, once a year, like, four all time four or five mm-hmm. yeah, I think, it was, I think on a fight night yeah to happen yeah. on a fight night back to back and for for cody brunish to say hey well the last guy did it why can't i bro right? yeah. so this event was was an event where you could have made a ton of money oh yeah um, like all the a lot of the, uh, the underdogs won veronica hardy won jared gooden mm-hmm. won um let's see who else was an underdog. A Cody Brundage won. He was on the verge of the chopping block, bro. He won. Yeah. Uh, Misha Tate was an underdog, and she won. Yeah. Uh, Dustin Solfus was an underdog. He won. Uh, who else? Yeah, Davison Figueredo. He was an underdog. I mean, there was so many. Like, more than half the card, the underdogs won. So, yeah. yeah. Made a lot of money. Unfortunately, I didn't. Uh, I bet the wrong way. I <laughs> 
paying attention. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, my pick. That was stupid. Mine were terrible as well. Like, shit, okay? I mean, I'm not making that mistake th- this week. You know, I break it yeah. down, and I, I think this is going to be <laughs> lately, bro. The lately, the past couple cards, you know, the underdogs have been hitting big. Uh, I yeah, think we're going to continue to see that trend going into this mm-hmm. uh, this next fight. It's yeah, what was the yeah, well, but overall grade and like it was there oh, before that we give your overall grade. What was the sandwich of the night fight? I mean, I didn't have one. Uh, rare, have one. very, very rare, right? Even Veronica Hardy's fight that was a good fight. You know, honestly, if I had to give one, you know, sandwich fight of the night, I'd have to be Guida and Silva. Really. Yeah. And it, yeah, if it was, I think if it was in the apex, one thousand percent, that would have been sandwich of the night. Yeah, but it yeah, was in Austin. Yeah. People were screaming, yelling, Guida, and it was great, man. Because yeah, that's what uh, that's the thing about those show, the apex the, the show. Opener, we lose that. The yeah. opener, Hardy versus Horth. I was expecting Horth to just destroy Hardy, but this is the second time I've slept on Hardy. Uh, and and it's because they don't. She doesn't come out as Veronica Hardy, you know. It's it's her other name, her maiden name that they put out there. And and then last minute I realized, oh shit, this is Dan Hardy's wife. And this yeah. I underestimated her the last time, and I did it again this time. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not gonna make that mistake next time she fights. No, nope. <laughs> never again. Am I making that fucking mistake? Never again. So, um... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I cannot give a sandwich of the night fight to any of these. No, fighters. that was a good and... card. I'm going yeah, to put I... this card at a 9.5. Damn. Nah, not that good for me. <laughs> I did say a 10 <laughs> in the chat, but I'm going I'm I'm to say a 9.5. Nah. Yeah. 8 because my topology was shit. I'm bitter. Fuck that. 7. 7. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's what I was going to give it a 7, dude. Nah. Yeah. Just, just because they had a live crowd. I mean, if it was in the Apex... Man, like, I don't know. I guess people were really, like, hating on that Sean Brady performance, but that's total domination. You got to appreciate that shit. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Yeah, dude. uh, Yamasaki was kind of nice touch, though. I'll tell you that much. Man, that was just... As far as that that being the worst (laughs) stoppage ever, though, no. viral, dude. (laughs) Nah, I don't think it was the worst stoppage, bro. I didn't see anything. I think the word I mean, of- people, bro. Honestly, people would be complaining that if he stopped it sooner, they'd be like, "Oh, he should have given him a chance to fight." And I think that's what goes through these refs' head. Like, "Hey, should I give this guy a chance to fight?" Um, you know, it's the main event. You know what I'm saying? And if you go out on your feet, face first. Yeah. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's. Yeah. Some people think it's an easy call. I, it's it's. It's hard being a ref, it's, honestly. It's, yeah, it's hard being a ref, bro. And. You know, I wouldn't want that job, but maybe yeah. I would. I think it'd be pretty cool. But uh, I didn't see anything wrong we'll with that. House. Yeah, I like think, I um, said, bro. Either way, it it, it you, you cut it. Somebody's gonna complain. They're gonna, oh, they stopped it too yeah. soon. Oh, that was yeah. too too. No early. one's ever gonna be happy with the. Yeah. It was reps. it was an early start. And you know, the only one that's gonna be happy is me. <laughs> <laughs> and in my opinion, though, the worst stoppage in recent times that I could think of is like the. Uh, is it Shevchenko? Who did she beat the living shit out of that girl? Uh, Priscilla Cachoeira. That was a complete oh, beatdown. That was just brutal, Dude. bro. Yeah, was Yamasaki the ref then? Or it was somebody bad, though. I don't know if they're even still officiating, but she Yamasaki. nearly, like, 
No, because no, Dana, Dana White, Dana, Dana White said that he will never ref. I think so. I think that was again after that fight. I don't think it was here in the states. No, I don't think it was. That was almost was like murder, like a near murder, death, kill situation right, right there, close. So, but yeah, <laughs> I did read a comment that. A comment was hilarious that I did read. I want to add is uh, somebody was saying that um, it was doing or uh, Kerry Hatley was honoring Mario Yamasaki. It was his birthday. It wasn't his birthday, but like that's fucked up. You know what I mean? That's not cool. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, but that that should conclude UFC Austin boys and people yes. listening. Like yeah, it was a uh, it was a great card, a great fight night card at a stadium. Had it been at yeah. the Apex, I don't know, but we do have a fight card. Uh, we'll break down the end portion of the show uh, that was supposed to be in China, but it's at the apex. So, uh, but moving on the show, there was an event that happened after this UFC show. Yeah, uh, I want to get you guys thoughts. It was violent. We have a new king of violence, Mike Perry, Eddie Alvarez. Eddie, his credit to his team, Mark Henry and them, they threw in the towel. Like he looked like he got hit by a fucking bus, right? Dude, he, Mike they Perry both broke did. both his orbital eyeballs, dude. Mm-hmm. Broke both of them like it's orbital sockets. They yeah. both yeah. look like his shit. eyeballs, bro. <laughs> his eyeballs are his eyeballs are destroyed, dude. Look yeah, at that. They, they are. both look like shit. So. <laughs> they are destroyed. But obviously, this is the end for Eddie. You know what I mean? Like I know he won that trilogy with Chandler, but I think this is the end for Eddie. Obviously, it has to be. And you know I what, man? Out of all the out of all the bare knuckle fighters, I think Mike Perry. Um, this is has been and should have been his calling since the beginning because he's mm-hmm. built for this type of fight. This is his, you know, second round of whatever it is that he's got inside to be the, uh, um, what's the word? Uh, the pioneer of, of bare mm-hmm. knuckle fighting. That's just my opinion. I don't know. I mean, I know there's other fighters out there that are just as good, but. I but look who he's taken out recently. MVP, huh? Rockhold, Alvarez. That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Like, those Mike, are names I've taken out. Mike yeah. Perry is just one of those guys that when you mention bare knuckle fighting, that's probably going to be the first guy they're going to think mm-hmm. of. Yeah, because I think, uh, well, they could, people could say, oh, yeah, he caught Luke Rockhold at the end of his career. He caught Eddie at the end of his career. Uh, Mark said, you know, MVP, like, he just keeps knocking him out, man, and he keeps calling He's his shots. He's man though. now. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm happy for him. I'm sure he's making pretty good money. I'm kind of wondering, like, what the payout was for Eddie Alvarez. Because, man, I mean, because, I mean, Jesus, man, he got fucking destroyed. He was actually in the fight. But, like, he meant that the BKFC is so brutal that, like, it happens so fast. The damage happens quickly. You go back to your corner. You got, like, veteran legends like Mark Henry. And they're like, we got to stop this shit. You know what I mean? And Eddie Mm -hmm. didn't quit. It's not like Eddie just said, that's it. I don't want no more. No moss. They threw the Mm -hmm. towel in. And Mike Perry is just tougher than a brick shit house, and you could hit him with yeah. a fucking bat to the face, you know what I mean? And he'll still keep coming. But, but um, right. I don't know. If, I don't know if the Masvidal fights proper. I kind of like would like to see it. Like, uh, who does look, Mike who Perry fight out. next? He called the Pettis. Yeah. Mike Mike Perry called out Pettis. I like it. So yeah. I mean, Ooh. but we all know that Pettis is going to be fighting in that karate combat against Penzo. So yeah, let's see what yeah. happens after that fight. I mean. Maybe yeah, and Anthony maybe Pettis, Pettis, yeah. maybe P- Anthony Pettis wins just because he's more of the karate style type fighter than um, Henderson. So who mm. knows? Maybe 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 he will say yes and let's do a bare knuckle fight. I mean, the payday's there. 
Yeah. Yeah, because what's his name? Pettis has got his own organization too. Uh, yeah, likewise, does. this Jorge, Jorge's got the same deal going with the game bread. So I'm wondering what they'll do if it'll be like a cross promotion deal with card. either one. Yeah, they'll build it up, and it may be a big time card uh, in the UFC. I mean, in in the 2024, like the same weekend as the UFC card or something like that. You know, I mean, they'll try mm-hmm. to compete with the UFC at, at some aspect. But yeah, I don't know, man. Mike Perry is. The truth, man, the king of violence. They, they officially crowned him that and gave him that belt that night. So, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I like the Masvidal fight. I think that fight happens. Pettis, Pettis wouldn't not want that fight, but I think Masvidal happens, right, Rudy? Yeah, that would be good. That would be good. I, I, I think that'd be more enjoyable than a, a Pettis fight. Because mm-hmm. other than sure. that, who are you going to dial up? Like, uh, I heard uh, the BKFC president say, Conor McGregor will pay you all the money nah. to come fight Mike Perry. I don't think they got the no money, bad, but, but like, <laughs> get, yeah, get I don't the know. Crazy horse Charles Bennett. Oh man! Oh, dude. <laughs> no, yeah. he'll get destroyed, dude. <laughs> yeah, Nate Diaz, right? Uh, I don't know, A man. wild card, Nate Diaz. I'm gonna speak it into existence. Nate versus Mike Perry, right? Fuck it. Oh wow. lord. It'd have to be a ten rounder. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Nate would like he would get beat for like nine straight round. rounds. That's why. Yeah. Correct. Nate correct. The right. fifth round, guys. So he, <laughs> he's a ten round fight, yeah. guys. Yeah, true, true. But yeah, BKFC. Mike Perry's the man to beat, and um. Oh shit! It's that time, folks. <laughs> yes, one indeed. One Lizzo minute. No, no, we're not doing one Lizzo minute. <laughs> No, no, but not one we are. We are, but it is time. Do it up, Rudy. What's the time for, boys? Outside it's that time again. Outside the cage news. Yeah. <laughs> again. Yep. And honestly. We haven't done a show, it seems like a month, like Mark said, but since we last done a show, like outside the cage news has become the news, right? Like, this is the part of the show where we make fun of Mark's hair. Take off your hat. (laughs) Damn. Can I shine your head for a nickel? It's no, it's growing back, it's stubble now. I just shaved both the other oh. days, but how long? Out. How long you been on the chemo? Fuck you, <laughs> dude. That's some harsh shit, yo. <laughs> oh man! But that's some savagery right there. But that was a good one. But like I was saying, though, we've uh, we've ventured into. <laughs> Well, we've been talking about it since, I mean, we're about to end 2023, but we said it as 2023 began that there's so much drama to stuff like oh, outside man. the cage news is more like people are into it. It doesn't matter what happens in the cage, what the outcome is of the fights. It's all about the drama. Up, it's all Craig? about the bullshit, the clout. But we'll get to that in a second. I do want to start off with mentioning that we do have Tough 32 is uh, mm. officially announced for March yep. uh, 145ers. And 185s, well, it's uh, pyramids go to fight, at this point. Go right? to fightbookmma.com <laughs> and you can find out who's the coaches. Okay, yeah. I will. <laughs> yeah, and I think uh, our boy Robert Trujillo, the slap fighter, I think, in fact, he will be on 
top 32 as a 145er as well. So, but it's good to hear because that's, you know, tough. You know, a lot of mm-hmm. champions, legends came about. So every season of tough. I'm tuned in. Like, they don't like tennis series. It, there is mm-hmm. some superstars that right that come from there, but it's a uh, tough's always been a good deal. And hopefully they don't. It's a shit show. So for it's had its bad seasons, though, as well. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's had its bad season. But it's had. <laughs> but that's what you do. You have a you're kind of breaking up yeah robo dave yeah robo dave you guys hear me all right david now you can talk now yeah, now we can yeah, we can hear you. Sorry, sorry. Uh, Jan Blakowicz is out against uh, Alexander Rakic, UFC 297. Mm-hmm. Who steps up? Who's stepping up on short notice? Well, somewhat short notice, but that's a big card, big drop-off. Say they don't actually get a uh, replacement opponent. They say Yuri. Yuri John say he wants to fight, Jones. But... <laughs> Who steps up, Rudy? Alexander Volkanovsky. Yeah. Volkanovsky, Volk- bro. Volkanovsky. Oh, dude. That'd be dope. Yeah, speaking of Volk, bro, every time I play the UFC 5 game and I see his face, he just looks so sad and depressed. Like, Because he lost his last fight. <laughs> no, I mean, this was before he lost his last fight. And, and he was just talking about how depressed he is. And, you know, and just every time I see it, that's how I'm reminded of how depressed he is. And I don't like it. Oh, poor guy. Yeah, I don't like it either. That's Volk is a go, pound for pound go, until I'm until proven otherwise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but speaking well from a goat to a former goat i guess you could say who owns a restaurant mr tito ortiz apparently yeah. tito ortiz's restaurant flagged like what three different uh, Isn't uh it nine it? times nine violations <laughs> or some shit Oh, what no. Uh, what, what, what are they fine? Open, what are the, what are the, you the just violations? You opened your restaurant and six months down, you're already getting like three or five violations. Like, what the hell, dude? Yeah, Rudy, uh, cue yeah. it up because, I mean. I'm looking, dude. Bar, bar Rescue, Tito Ortiz is bar, right? Or oh, what is it? Dude, right? Bar, bar Rescue, that shit. Bro, if that Bar Rescue guy goes and up. shows up, Tito Ortiz would be like, oh. He'll turn red. Shit up. Yeah, he would. You don't give a shit, bro. You tell him straight up, you're a fucking cocksucker and you suck ass. That's hilarious. So, I mean, Tito Ortiz wouldn't be able to do shit. It sounds like a little hater. No, he'd be sued in a heartbeat. <laughs> <laughs> Taffer would have a whole handful of lawyers waiting to sue his ass. It's like, touch me and I'll sue your ass, bitch. Right? Are you kidding me? Nah. What is it state, though, Rudy? Or the violations? Because. I'm looking. I'm looking. Guarantee one is roaches. I guarantee you one is roaches. What's up, Matthew? <laughs> okay, so. Or cold, let's see. cold see holding here. or something. Yeah. Cock holding. Okay, so the. Uh, oh, my God. You know, I'll, I'll show it so you guys can see it. Let's see. Let me share my screen. Yeah, so basic bathroom located inside establishment, not completely enclosed with a tight fitting, self closing door, employee restroom. Wait, cloth so basically you can as, someone can see you taking a shit? Uh, I don't know, bro. Cloth used as a food contact surface with peppers and onions. 
operator remove cloth. Eh, I don't know about that. High priority dish machine, chlorine sanitizer, not proper minimum strength. Okay. Raw animal foods are not properly separated from each other and holding. That's pretty bad. That's Toxic gross. substance, chemical, and properly stored by clean mm-hmm. plates. Eh, I don't know about that one. The food thing, I don't know, bro. No, that seems like, you know, egregious. It's just stupidity. Mm-hmm. It shows he's never never run a restaurant, right? Got right. shit to work on. Or, or what are the chances that, like, Dana White sent someone over there that he knows to, like, flag him for all these violations? Like, fuck Tito, <laughs> shutting him down. Yeah, yeah, I, I read on, on another article that you know it was some some dude who reported it, and then he, and then he went hey. and uh, started, uh, you know, doing reviews like giving it bad reviews. What was it? He says, "I don't care if it's Tito Ortiz. If you can't fill the cupboards and coolers with food supplies, you have no business being in the restaurant business." His T Mac tacos was awful. Like, bro, shut up. <laughs> Sound like a little oh. bitch. <laughs> yeah that's uh definitely outside the cage news and that's why i said that's my pyramid take that you know that person that did report those violations or so was sent and paid for bought this sounds pretty good bro he says the unpleasant surprise continued with the food comprising a smashed hamburger bun with scanty mystery meat onion lettuce and copycat big mac sauce the dish fell short of expectations <laughs> additionally issues with missing side dishes like rice and poorly received beans further added to the diner's discontent this diner sounds like a little bitch <laughs> i think that's a rudy i think it's grounds to cue up the song we need to hear we haven't heard it since thanksgiving so. hell no. yeah i'm gonna say hell no Kiss my grits. Well, from one former uh, UFC champion at 205 to a 205 current champion who was recently stripped, we know the drama is continuing. People are commenting about it. Jamal Hill apparently had like a fight with his brother. And I mean, yeah, people are all over this commenting. Like, first, do we care? And it's like, fuck, man. Like, Brothers fight. Fuck off. Leave him alone. Man, like every, like, I don't know. Rudy, what happened? Oh, I don't know what happened with the the fight with his brother. Uh, Well, apparently Sucker punched him and like, I don't know if like a officer, like a cop got, went out and like, they have to like arrest somebody. Like in certain states, like there's a domestic dispute. Then they have to like, they're like, we don't know what the fuck happened, but we go. Brother, a brotherly love fight, dude. Like all Uh, brothers fight. Yeah, yeah. All brothers throw down. Tell that to the cops, bro. I've been arrested multiple times for fighting with my brother. (laughs) Yeah, one time. Well, actually twice. No, no, no. One time we we got sent to jail together, bro. And it was funny (laughs) because we were in the holding cells talking shit to each other. Um. Like, we were just mad shit, you know. He was in one holding cell and I was in the other. And there were these other two brothers that we, we grew up with that would always fight. They're, <laughs> they were arrested, too, for fighting, bro, on the same night. It was insane, bro. And we hadn't seen these guys, like, since we were kids. It was crazy. It's like, what are the odds? See, somehow what are the we, odds of that? See, what are the odds of us being <laughs> in the outside the cage news uh, portion of the show and Rudy's talent inside the cage? Story. I know, so, right? I, look, <laughs> I, I went to jail once over a blizzard, okay? 
My the brother, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I went to jail over a blizzard. He came home. He just got out of the Marine Corps, bro. And he came home, and my <laughs> girlfriend was story, there. bro. And he's like, he came, he kicked down my door, and he's like, "What'd you do with my blizzard?" I was like, "What are you fucking talking about, bro? I just got home from work." And he's like, "What'd you do with my blizzard?" I'm like, "Dude, I don't know what you're fucking talking about." And then he started getting all in my face, so we started throwing down, and my ex girlfriend got all freaked out, and she called the cops, and then the cops got there. And saw me all pissed off, so they fucking mace my ass and take me down and arrest me. And, um, yeah, I went to jail, and then my dad gets home and t- tells my brother, like, what are you talking about, bro? That blizzard that was in the, the freezer behind the ice, I ate that shit. Like, just, <laughs> your brother went to jail for nothing. It was so stupid, bro. I always, I always went to jail. I fought with my brother all the time, bro. I stabbed that dude in the hand one time. <laughs> see it has to be something like that though with jamal hill like it was sort of like it's his business of course he can't talk about it you know till whatever it settles but what a fucking shit show of like storm of people talking about it like they know or whatever but yeah you rudy sharing your story of like you your brother i think michael bisbee on his podcast said the same thing like him and his brothers would beat the living shit out of each other <laughs> Check this one out, bro. Thanksgiving. Now, now, this, now this is so some stupid hood shit the alleged dispute stemmed from an argument over whether or not Hill's sister-in-law was to be paid $300 for cleaning Hill's vacant home. What? <laughs> the dispute eventually transitioned into other more personal subject matter. According to the report, his Hill's brother called Hill out for not texting his own daughter on Thanksgiving and being disrespectful to women. <laughs> oh, shit. That's when a shirtless Hill allegedly sucker punched his brother twice in the face. Ah, that's not cool. Allegedly, while also shoving a yeah. witness, Hill's brother claimed both punches knocked him down. With second one leaving him dazed. Well, yeah, bro. Yeah, that's the no fucking shit. champ. Yeah, it's, yeah. It sounds, it sounds like his, his brother was being a little bitch and wanted three hundred dollars <laughs> because his his woman cleaned his fucking house. Like, chill, bro. Like, you heard it here first, sitting yeah. ringside. Rudy that's some weird ass shit. Weird yeah. ass shit. You to to fight because. Because your brother hasn't paid your wife for cleaning his house. Why is your wife cleaning your brother's house to begin with? Yeah, why couldn't that's you just weird? That was like a weird movie thing. Or fucking call Merry Maids. I don't know, man. <laughs> Outside the fucking cage of news, boys. But there's more. And it has to yeah. do with Grand Theft Auto 6. The trailer, apparently, Sean fucking Strickland... And Nina Drama are in the game, right, Rudy? You've seen the trailer. Like, I don't know if oh, Rob, yeah. you've seen it. Yeah. They're fans of, I've they obviously it. are fans of Sean Strickland, the Rockstar mm-hmm. Games and JTA. So, congrats to Sean Strickland. Hopefully, uh, he's in fact an unlockable fucking character in that game, right? <laughs> Legit, bro. I hope so. <laughs> but he also, yeah, no, he also I mean, had that, an interaction. That's, that's the only thing that kind of gets me to want to play it. I'm kind of tired of the whole. Yeah, let's make let's make a, a strong female character as a main character oh, for every movie and show and video game. It's it's getting kind of old, man. Um, you know, a lot of these shows are flopping. Like the Marvels flopped hard, bro. The biggest mm. box office failure for Disney, and it's hilarious because mm. that's that's what. The, you know what? We can just one up having one female character. We're gonna have three, and we're gonna make them diverse. It's like it's mm. so stupid, bro. I'm tired of that shit. 
Um, yeah, that's, but, that's what know, I'm wondering. It, yeah. I, I don't know Go what, ahead. you know, teenager in the right mind is thinking to himself, hey, you know what? I want to be as a video game character. I want to be some disabled single mother uh, in prison. That's what I want to be. <laughs> that's who the see, main that's character what I'm wondering, is, bro. Dude. Yeah, see, like going forward, the game is not going to be uh, released till 2024 or 2025, right, Rudy? So I'm wondering if they're going to yeah. take out like tons of shit. People are offended. The last game that came out, GTA, has legit shit right there. So this one, I have a feeling they're going to go that route where there's not cool shit. Yeah, man. I hope they didn't destroy this this franchise. Um, Hopefully I mean, not. I'm still I'm gonna play yeah, it, yeah. you know, and and I'll give yeah. it a chance, you know, because there, there's a lot of good good games with female characters. Mm-hmm. You know, Tommy D was asking me that. He's like, "Well, don't you like Tomb Raider?" I'm like, "Yeah, Tomb Raider is cool because that character is believable, and she mm-hmm. was fun to play that character." Um, you know, yeah. they built a story around her, and then you know, like these movies, they don't even put any thought into it, bro. It's so fucking, and you could tell, you could tell they don't put any thought in any of this shit. I'm sure GTA, the creators, they know what they're doing. Um, I'm yep. sure it's going to be a great game, um, regardless of what it is. You but, you know, you just get tired of that shit, bro. Yeah. Is there a a, a game for uh, that movie, uh, Colombiana? Colombiana? Oh, bro, you got to watch that movie. No. Okay. But the game is based in Miami. It's like that's where the setting is. It's like Miami. It's huge as fuck. So you never know. You might have Colby Covington and Masvidal, unlockable characters, right? So right. Fight at the steakhouse. We'll yeah, the steakhouse reenactment. You never know. So, <laughs> but speaking on the topic of Sean Strickland, Sean Strickland had a run-in with Ian Gary at the UFC PI. Sean Strickland's been going off. He's been, I don't know how many times he's yeah, been Yeah, we, we haven't had a, a chance to talk about it because we, we've been <laughs> online. But, you know, since we've been gone, you know, he, he Sean Strickland brought up the fact that Ian Gary's uh, ex, ex-wife's husband lives with them. Um, and he was just questioning his manhood, you know. Um, and he didn't like it. A lot of people were attacking Sean Strickland for, for saying even, – even his, his good friend training – Long-time training partner, Chris Curtis, dude. Um, he was, I don't know, man. He deleted his Twitter account because he got he got roasted, bro. He got roasted for, for defending Ian Gary. Uh, and you know what, man? People talking shit. I'm just like, you know what? Ian Gary went after Neil Magny. Uh, Neil Magny doesn't have a bad bone in his body. And you brought no, his, Neil Magny's, you brought Neil Magny's family into this, his kids into this shit. Um, and you you sit there and, and have the nerve to complain and say you're going to sue a motherfucker for talking shit? I don't know, bro. Um, sounds like a yeah, bitch move to me. Yeah, and I think because that's because everyone knows he's a cuck. That's why. No, but that's why people that. don't like it because he's indicating some shit. And then he's like, like you said, oh, I'm going to sue. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. There's a lot of just that shit going on. But for him to have bro. the reputation that he does, being kicked out of gyms from fucking He's looking for professional trained killers. You know what I mean? Like, you do your but it's sort of crushing career. Guy has to win next week. He has to win. Otherwise, like, 
he's in a bad. Oh, he loses, and, bro, you, 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 down. Told, you could tell that that stuff really bothers him, bro. Um, and what he should have done is just said, just laughed at it. Like, you think I care what anybody says about my my relationship? I don't. That's it. Nobody yeah. would even say anything. They'd be like, well, okay, I guess this guy doesn't care. I guess we can't make fun of him. People only make fun yeah, of him because true. they know it bothers yeah. you. <laughs> that's goddamn true 100 percent truth it's and true. it became yeah. some soap opera like it just became like the biggest, like people didn't even gary and his wife and her fucking ex-husband whatever no yeah, we, ex-husband my ass. yeah well <laughs> well see, <laughs> all i know is all i know all we know and people listen to the show is we care about Gary competing in that cage. The guy is a fucking talented. Yes. He's got a big fight against a proven veteran, and he's got to win, man. Like, he's got to go in there and, like, yeah, and win big. And then, you know, whatever, change up the shit that he's been saying, saying I'm suing this guy, whatever, whatever. Go in there, handle your business. I may, in fact, be a future champ somewhere along down the mm. road, right? So. Yeah. Just stop being cringy. Come on. Yeah. Huh. But, We'll see. Yeah, we'll I see. Ian Gary when he wasn't trying to be Conor McGregor. Yeah. And there can only be one. The want to be Conor thing is just too much now. I can't with him. It makes me want to see him lose, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who the fuck is that guy? Who the fuck is that guy? Conor's back. Clips in there. With Ian Gary, right? Not long ago. So the Conor McGregor sweepstakes, Rob, who fucking wins the Conor McGregor sweepstakes and finally fights him at 300? It's not Michael Chandler. It's not happening, right? No. No. Fucking give him Nate Diaz, bro. I think it's going to be Nate Diaz versus Conor. George St. Pierre. That's that's the only only super fight. Can you guys hear me? Give him Nate Diaz. Yeah, we can hear you. Okay. Yeah, I think that's the Nate trilogy. The Nate trilogy, bro. You know, Dana White's been teasing a a super fight. Um, And my thought was, you know, my first thought was Adesanya versus Pereira at at light heavyweight. Um, Mm -hmm. Because, you know, they leaked a a poster of UFC 300 that had Mm -hmm. Adesanya on it. And Adesanya commented on that. So it's like, I don't know, man. That might be the super fight, but Connor versus Nate, psh, dude, that would mm-hmm. that would make a lot of money, man. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, the businessman he knows, dude. He he doesn't have a lot yeah. of options. I mean, is he going to make another run at the title? No. Yep. No. Michael Chandler is and likely he, not going to make. He, he might not make a run at the title either. Like that's the fight that. I mean, he signed on a contract where. You know how these UFC contracts are. Like, if it's set in stone and, like, you know, that he's going to get the fight, only he knows that. He's been doing a lot of media lately to, like, remind people, hey, I'm Michael Chandler. Don't forget. I'm supposed to fight Connor, but supposed to fight Connor. We don't fucking hey, did, know. I don't have it. That, did you see that uh, that video of him and, uh, and Ric Flair? Oh, yeah, yeah. I've seen that. Too. I mean, Michael Chandler is kind of like a Ric Flair character, right, in in the MMA world, right? It was weird, bro. I'm trying to find it. It was weird. Oh, yeah, yeah. Look, you guys want to see it? It's not very long. It's just, uh, have you seen it, Rob? No. 
Look, I'm gonna yeah. show it to you. Look, look at this. And you mean you mean what? You mean you what should have been a five-hour day? I don't and do what around. you do. You I don't this give a shit. It embarrasses you. Yeah, but you've been it's doing it for fifty-two. Don't overdate me, yeah, pal. But you've been doing it. I don't give a shit. In your face. I don't do lines, Rick. I'm well, then, it, then, then, then the car shoot should have been there. You want your bullshit? Okay, I get it. You've done the thing. You're a fucking. I do, I'm not in this game. I don't. I know you're not. A, I fucking know. But it doesn't. I apologize. You've been in the locker room, and it wasn't. Well, I'm looking at that. What do you think about it? No, it was well, good. Move, move my good. hand. Move my hand. No, move wait, my wait, fucking wait, hand. You're a legend. No, <laughs> I'm not afraid of you. No, I'm not. I'm not afraid of you. Actually, you are a cocky old man, like old man who just passed his prime, and you keep on doing your thing. That's weird. Five O's. dude. Look, 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 look. This is even weirder. Dude, you're right. That's fucking staged. Man. You got I like it. You gotta love Rick like Flair's my hero. He's not the hero. Dead after that, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, crazy. Were they, what were they they weren't promoting anything, right? I don't know. No, I, um that's just some unless, weird random video that popped up. Oh, okay. Unless it's like Rick Flair's energy drink. Well, oh, God. Chandler Don't Chandler partnered idea. with uh, Hiatus Tequila, so I, they're That's at right. a bar. So I don't know if maybe <sighs> it had something to do with the partnership there. Possibly. See, so we got Michael Chandler fighting Rick Flair in a bar. Connor fucking not fighting, and yeah, the saga continues. We shall see what's next, right? Oh my God! That's awesome, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of speaking of fights that aren't happening, uh, Stipe Miocic and John Jones is not happening, guys. Not happening. Not a lot of people really care. Like I heard, Luke Thomas had an amazing take on it. He does a show, uh, I believe, on Thursdays, but he's not interested in the fight. Rudy, we've been wanting this fight for like five years on this show. I don't know what the fuck. Like I don't even think like UFC 300 is proper to have Stipe and john jones at this point right like didn't, didn't i say that john jones was never gonna fight in this year and everybody thought that he mm -hmm. was and i kept saying no nah. john jones is not fighting this year no nah, i i said i won't believe it till i see it um i was hoping yeah, I, just, but... first, I just had a feeling that he was not gonna fight this year. yeah i could see the weird he shouldn't he shouldn't fight at 300 yeah i think if they do want to get it or make it happen it's got to be like international fight week because, like, at the moment, it's sort of strange territory because you got Tom Aspinall where they straight up told him, you're not fighting Like, the whole title is, you have to have yeah. a So, like, what are they going to do? Just have the fucking UFC title on ice for, like, two years? Well, they have somebody... had the Indian title defended before, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's so. rare, though. But, I mean, at, th at this point in history... Where John Jones is the goat, Stipe is the heavyweight goat. They really don't need a title to to fight each other, right? It doesn't have to be for the no. heavyweight championship. They could make uh, Aspinall the the outright champion, have him fight JP and Almeida. Aspinall is like one of the guys that's he should be fighting the the John Jones. He should be lined up to fight uh, Stipe or somebody right now to defend the belt. And I think he probably will fight at UFC 300. In my opinion. Yeah. Just not, you know, not against John Jones because I don't think he'll be ready. And last time we was limping around, right, Rudy, at the yeah. what, UFC cards. Did he appear? 
So I don't know. That's <laughs> a 41 year old Stipe been out for a while. Didn't look good against Francis. He got destroyed. Uh, Jones, you know, goes in there and just fucking. How, what he, he didn't he beat Cyril Gano in like five seconds? You know what I mean? I don't yeah. know. It's the heavyweight division, yeah. Rob. Shit show, right? So shit show. It's kind but, of in disarray. <laughs> but who would you guys take in uh, Jason Almeida and Aspinall? Who would you guys take? Aspinall. Ooh, Aspinall. Mm, that's a good one. I, I'm wondering if they'll dial it up though for for a 300 card, and then Stipe and Jones could fight for you know that's just the legacy fight that they want. Like John Jones is going to go out on his terms, and that's the fight they want. They will, in fact, they will make that fight. But for Aspinall to not be like lined up to fight either of them, it's it's weird. It's very strange. I don't know what's going on with that. Yeah. But, yeah. but um, that's the heavyweight division current state. Not a good state, but UFC 300 is well, uh, all the answers. All the answers will be on display there. And I don't know if it's, uh, I don't know, Conor McGregor. That's still because I mean we'll get to fight bookings right now because I know they book fights all leading all the way up to uh, till March. So UFC 300 will happen in April. And the latest fight bookings we heard, um, Rob, have you or I know the UFC Mexico card. We've heard about Brandon Moreno, uh, Albazi. That's not the main event. Is Brian Ortega, Yair Rodriguez, too, the main event? Or do you know I about think, the venue? I think I think that's going to be the main event, and they're going okay. to have Moreno as the co-main. Oh, okay. We've heard uh, we've mentioned it on the show that they need to do like a mm. arena or like. like a, Because Shevchenko, too, the rematch uh, or the trilogy, that might, in fact, be added to that car. I don't know if it's too soon, but I think that's another uh, fight that's going to be added to uh, 300 as well. I mean, why not? Why not make that trilogy mm -hmm. on that card? Mm -hmm. Mexico or 300, I mean, either one, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it would be awesome, though. It would be good if to have it in Mexico and have all the yeah. champs defending their belt. Yeah, because I yeah having Yair Moreno, of course Moreno's a standby for next week's uh, flyweight championship bout too as well. So, mm, but yeah, that you see Mexico card. Yeah, oh yeah, and uh, that card is building up nicely though. That's why I was looking at as far out as they book fights. Um, we know Bryce Mitchell is slated to fight Josh Emmett. Uh, mm -hmm. so what do you guys What do you guys think of that matchup though? Like Bryce Mitchell stepping up pretty. Trumpet of Josh Emmett right at this point. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know, man. Uh, that's a tough fight for, for Bryce. A really tough fight. You know, Josh Emmett isn't that dude. Ain't no slouch, bro. Definitely ain't no slouch. Probably one of the hardest tests for for Bryce uh, at this point. That's gonna be a good fight. Interesting fight, man. But yeah, I don't. I don't know, man. Well, if I had to pick, after the fight, pick, I, I would go with Bryce Mitchell. But we all know after the fight, <clears throat> Bryce Mitchell's going to pray at the end with uh, Josh Emmett holding his. And that's title. what that's what I want to see. And and that's what we're I want to see. see. I want to see him beat him down for the Lord. Yes. <laughs> and in and in between rounds, he Bryce Mitchell puts his puts his hand on top of the Bible and prays while the cut man works on his face. <laughs> we're getting all that flat Earth, ice wall, you name it. So happy yeah. that. They yeah, did find an opponent for Josh Emmett because that was kind of shitty. That with that injury that happened to what Giga Chikazi had a groin 
injury or like he fucking tore his nutsack or something, right? And mm-hmm. yeah, shitty. Yeah. But I like to fight. Bryson Emmett is definitely a better fight than Giga, though, in my opinion. So, but but uh, moving on with fight bookings, the leaked fight that is official, it's there. The UFC did in fact sign Michael Venom Page. I know in fact 100 percent that's mm-hmm. true. Uh, UFC 298, he's fighting Kevin Holland. That is a fight that's happening. So, Venom Page Page is going to murk Kevin Man, I don't... That's a good fight, man. That's, like, very... It is a good fight. I don't don't know, bro. I don't know. I I mean, Kevin Holland is pretty... It should be good, but, I mean, it is against Anthony... uh, It should be a five-rounder, to be honest, because... It's, it's. I don't know. How, like I can see that fight going all five rounds, just back and forth the whole time. To be honest, with how good they are. Yeah. yeah. It could be. But I can also see ending in like. You, it'll probably bad. end up ending a split. Oh, probably. It's a crazy fight, though. It's necessary, and I like that. Uh, you know, the I know that the PF uh, PFL tour. That press conference for Austin, you know what I mean? He didn't like questions asked. If he was like, oh, uh, we're all, you know, them being a, comp- a competitor. We know the UFC is the top-notch organization. And um, I know Dana White wanted to sign a lot of them guys. And now PFL does have pretty legit roster, right? Like, minus Michael Van Page. So. Yeah. But yeah. but moving on to fight. But you know what, though, man? And, it's, it's good. Oh, but Anthony Hernandez is also a slated fight. Uh, Ikram Ilaskirov, UFC 298. That's mm-hmm. a legit fight. Ilaskirov, mm-hmm. a straight killer. I know my man uh, Marcel, Big Marcel, loves Ilaskirov. That's his boy. So against Fluffy Hernandez, a legit matchup. Um, UFC 299. The UFC's booked out to UFC 299. So the next step would be, you know, hearing about the McGregor's, the uh, Rousey supposed fight. 299 added Jack Dalamet over Burns. That's fire mm. right there at welterweight. Mm-hmm. Burns all day, baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's yeah. a hell of a fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, the UFC card, or actually they, had, they did add Macy Barber and uh, Kalen Chukagian yep. on 299. So that's yep. super legit. Okay. Uh, the Saudi card, we don't know. It's kind of weird because the Saudi card is just before UFC 300. They have Mokayev uh, booked against Alex Perez. Uh, we know probably, in fact, Building up, and I mean it's kind of slim and too as far as availability for fighters. But you know they got to get the Chimaevs on there. They got you know, so it's we're getting close mm. boys, to the 300. So, but I like that uh, Mokayev Alex Perez fight. That is fucking legit too, right there. So, mm-hmm. and they added they added Kyler Phillips and Pedro Munoz. That's also fire as well too. So the young Punisher. Anytime he's fighting, I'm tuning in. So, but is there a Mark, you didn't have any outside the cage news. Anything you guys want to add before we get to? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, a random fight outside the cage news. Uh, local fighter Xavier Spartacus Nash will be taking on Julian Lane, aka Let Me Bang Bro, mm. at the uh, Cage Thunder 25 event on December 16th at the uh, Canton Civic Center in Canton, Ohio. Mm. What the fuck? <laughs> I didn't know he was still fighting. Even I had no. I heard it from <laughs> you. I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah, me neither. That's, that's, uh, that's pretty interesting. Well, I guess that's a name for him, but I don't know. 
Well, well probably going to be a win. I can. No offense, Julian, but yeah, it's it's going to be a bad night for you, bud. Man, it's crazy. He's still out there. Yeah. But uh, be, before we get to UFC Vegas, though, Rudy, you need to queue it up, or I could read the story. Uh, apparently, we might all be doomed. There's a fucking massive, uh, what? Massive black hole that's uh in the middle of the sun. You guys heard about it? Yeah, man. It's what? No. 60, 60 some moon. Uh, I mean, Earth yeah. that can fit in there. Something a gigantic like that? hole just opened up in the sun. A massive hole opened up in the sun's atmosphere over the weekend, measuring more than sixty times the diameter of Earth across at its peak. Coronal holes like this one, imaged by NASA Solar Dynamic Observatory, occur when the sun's magnetic field suddenly allows a huge stream of stars' upper atmosphere to pour out in the form of solar wind, and it's pointed right at us. So I don't know what that means, bro, but... That means once that solar flare hits Earth, there could be a dead. massive blackout for like we're, we're two dead. to three days. Massive so blackout to the entire over, planet bro. Earth, bro. It's all over, so that, folks. Dude, so could you means... imagine if that hole gets any bigger and it just fucking destroys the sun? We're dead. We are legit dead. I think people are going to lose their shit if they talk shit for like four hours. Can't be any bigger than than Lizzo's ass. Man, fuck TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) No, apparently the uh, fucking doomsday scenario from the fifth element might come true is what I'm saying. And yeah, if people fucking lost out on social media for uh, uh, whatever, hours, three days, that's the end of humanity and earth as we know it, right? Dude, Goodbye. No, no right. power to the entire Earth for like two to three days, bro. That's martial law. Um, if we're we're talking about mm. that, man, because people are gonna go fucking nuts. So people will go nuts. What are, to the, take what, are the, what, what, what are the cops gonna do? What are they gonna do? They can't do shit. I'll tell you what they're gonna do. They're gonna round us all up, throw us into camps, force us to uh, take the mark work on the field buy and sell goods and if you don't then you work in a prison camp forever and um you know they'll use your children as leverage against you and make sure they fucking go to the sandias and hide in the caves over there man rudy's right though rudy's definitely right and on to something there Look, no. there's no sun. There's no, there's nothing here. We just can't Bro, survive without a sun. Only, uh, what are they <laughs> it's over, folks. It's over. They, <laughs> they need to find those stones already. I don't know who the fuck has them. Like Elon Musk has one, and they need to find the other two because we're going to need the fifth element soon enough. You know, we're fucked. So I hear Bezos has one and uh, Mark. Zuckerberg has the other. Yeah, see, and then of course Zuckerberg has one that fucking prick. They have to, yeah. That's why, like you know, everybody wants all three, but that's the hard part. You got to get all three, and yeah, it might happen though soon. We need it. We need. (laughs) Well, they already are, but yeah, I know that. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, what about what about this? Don't make me laugh, bro. <laughs> 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 oh, 
Uh, I fingered Robocop. <laughs> hey, okay, so are we going to talk about the, <clears throat> these deers and uh, cop chasing this pig? Yeah, yeah. Actually, right? it, it is the holiday time, so we don't have any news about bears. So we're going to talk about deer, reindeer. And starting with this topic, though, escaped reindeer from uh, in England. Uh, Rui, I don't know if you have the story queued up, but a pair of reindeer named Blitzen and Blue were reunited with Santa Claus. They escaped a Christmas-themed attraction in England. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah, there's a, a story. Brandon named Blitzen and Blue were reunited with Santa Claus after escaping from a Christmas-themed attraction in England. Majestic Ranger, which owns the animal, said the animal duo escaped from Santa's grotto event at the El- Elvedon Estate Farm in Suffolk. Man, that's horrible. What's funny part about it? United. Yeah, the best part about it says the two deer, uh, what does it say? Oh, they managed to give police the slip, and then on the roadway, it was reopened after three hours. So, thank goodness they got them back to Santa Claus. It's holiday time. Santa, three hours off the police chase. Santa can't be without all his reindeer. Like, come on. That, shout out oh. to them cops in England for getting those those deer back to where they need to be to Santa. So. Yes. Yeah. We need but, those fucking presents. But that's not right? the only news about deer. Apparently, <laughs> yeah, it's that it's, it's that time of year. Well, deer have been acting up lately. It's like it went from bears to deer, but apparently a deer broke into a school and led cops on a fucking chase in a school. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah, that's I mean, it's that time of year, you know, like you're just, you know, doing they're doing their thing and they're breaking into schools, going into Sam's Club and. Oh, you got the video? Oh my oh, god! There, I, I heard a dude. I heard he was yelling, "Black Lives Matter!" <laughs> oh my god! Is that a video? Oh hell yeah! Put that shit on, yeah. <laughs> And it's in uh, it's in Tommy D's. Yeah, Tommy D. It's in your neck Whoa. of the woods. It's at Tom's oh, police. Right? Look at that! Yeah, Is that it audio was loud. Yeah, it's playing. All right. Why can't I see it on the screen that you shared? Really? Yeah, it's not playing. Oh, that's weird. Oh, I see why. I want to share this other screen. It opened up Instagram. That's why. Look at look at that deer, bro. Dude. They roped him. <laughs> they put a rope around his neck. Oh, shit. And they let him go. Ah, that's good. They let him go. Yeah. It's not the deer's fault that they landed in the store. Or the actually, it is. You sound like Robocop. I fingered Robocop. I fingered Robocop. Fuck off. Yeah, David's David's connection. We'll be right back, folks. <laughs> yeah. Talk, David, talk. You guys hear me? Yeah, we can hear yeah. you now. We can hear you now. Yeah, we can hear you. And now he's gone. And now he's gone. So you want to break well, down this uh this next event? 
Yeah, well, let's talk about that. Deer runs through Sam's Club, and then a cop chases a pig named Albert Einswein in New Jersey. That's some hilarious shit. <laughs> What's going on what? with the animal, dude? Like, seriously, what the hell is going on, you guys? Nothing's going on. It's just that you're paying attention now. (laughs) It's always been happening, folks. That is true. That is true. UFC Fight Night. Song versus versus Gutierrez happening this weekend. It is somewhat of an early start. It's going to be at 5. I kind of like this poster, man. You know what, dude? The poster poster looks really good, man. I like it. It I'm giving it an 8. The Korean feel. Mm-hmm. I'm giving it an eight. Yep, same here. I'm giving yep. it an eight. It's the really Korean good. feel. All right. Yeah, man, I like it. It's really good. Um, this is going to be uh, live on ESPN Plus, uh, so don't uh, miss out. Um, and if you uh, can't watch it on USC, ESPN Plus or USC Fight Pass. You're not a real fight fan. I'll hook you up. <laughs> oh man what time is it all right let's run through the main card real quick here guys let's start off at the um uh, let's see who's starting the main card well i'm just gonna right off the bat say this event is there's gonna be a lot of underdogs winning on this fight oh yeah mm-hmm. oh yeah for sure man for sure all right, starting off the main card, we have Andre Muniz versus Jung Young Park. This is going to be a good fight, man. Iron Turtle. It's going to be a good the fight. The Iron Turtle is going to win again. The Iron Turtle is going to win, bro. No yeah, I think so, doubt too. about it. Um, it could be by another submission because that's what he's good at, the rear naked chokes. Mm-hmm. Um, the last three fights, that's what he won was through uh, rear naked chokes. Um, and I think we're going to see another one against uh, Andre Muniz. I mean, he lost his last two fights. But guess what? His first loss was by a weird naked, naked choke. Uh-huh. And his last one was by choke. ground and pound. So. And his last one was by ground and pound. Whoa. Whoa, why do we have an echo now? I don't know. Mark. Uh-oh. Mark. Oh, don't tell me. Do I have to back up? Do I have to back up and come back? now. I don't know. The echo's gone. Nope. I don't know. The echo's gone. No? Yeah, it's Mark. That was Mark. It was Mark. R.I.D. So we uh, started off with the Andre Muniz versus uh, Junior Park. Um, we actually gave the fight poster a nine. Um, it's I actually it an done an eight. Okay. I'm giving it a nine. I like it. It went from an eight to a nine. I like it. Um, I give give it a one. <laughs> yeah, it's, it it was too Korean-y for you. That's what Roberto said. It was very Korean-y. It's very Korean. <laughs> uh, who do you got as far as uh, the Muniz and Park fight? Oh, you guys are already on the main card. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, we Roberto skipped the prelims. Jump through it. Okay. Yeah. No, Park. I, I picked against him plenty of times, and he's usually ruining my topology. Since then, I've had a good track record of picking his fights correctly. So yeah, that's a it's a good fight to kick the card off because we know what Muniz is going to do. It's pro- he's probably the best grappler that Park has fought, but Park has fought some tough bastards, man, at that weight class. Mm-hmm. So um, him being the what is it one minus one seventy uh, favorite though, right, Rudy? That's what it's showing on UFC. 
Um, Jung Young Park is a minus two twenty favorite right now, plus one eighty under okay. Andre Muniz. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the grappling advantage for sure to uh, the Iron Turtle. He's on uh, quite a streak too. I think he's got like four fights uh, win streak, correct? So the guy's super durable. Um, I don't know. Muniz is kind of fuck man. Two loss streak to some killers. I don't know. It's a tough fight for him. I'm gonna pick Park for my decision though. No, I'm going oh, park, I got, submission, I got park submission, second bro. round submission. Fuck yeah, same here. Yeah, Iron Turtle not picking against him at all. Not anymore, at least, but he's been on a tear. All Iron right. Turtle Next number one. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, moving on to... We have, Sorry, go Kevin, ahead, Gass- we have Kevin Gastelum fighting again against uh, Jamie Malarkey. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm yeah, two fucking straight weeks with Calvin Gastelum fighting. Yeah, man. man. That's crazy. <laughs> See if he makes weight tomorrow. Yeah, but, I, I like Hackbarras, but he's just he's kind of underwhelming. Um, most of his fights, well, all of his fights go to unanimous decision. Mm, win or lose. Win or lose. Um, I think Malarkey, I think Malarkey has the skills to, to pull this off. He's a taller, longer fighter. Um, he's got a lot more power than Hak Parast. And, and then they have him as a slight undergrad. Yeah, I'm I'm going with the dog, bro. That's a bunch I'm feeling, of malarkey. I'm feeling dog I'm feeling the dog uh, in this mm-hmm. in this event. I mean there I got a bunch of dogs on this card, bro. And mm-hmm. if it hits the way it's been hitting the past couple of you know, events, oh man. Money. Money. Yeah, this fight for sure most likely would be competed on the feet. Uh, Malarkey, man, I, he's chinny, man. So I don't know, but Hawk Press doesn't really have. He doesn't have you power. Know, a lot. Yeah, so I, I mean, I can't, I can't pick Hawk Press fights correctly to begin with. But Malarkey is just total gicta. Cannot trust him either. This is a weird fight. I'm gonna have to go. There's gonna be some weird like TKO stoppage, like Hawk Press fucking ground and pound second round. But yeah, can't trust either guy. Um, Malarkey's a point fighter. He could just win by points, split decision. But I'll pick Cockbrass by finish, second round. A weird fucking TKO. That's weird. Yeah, that is weird. <laughs> he doesn't finish anybody. Yeah, it, right. well, Malarkey's the guy to get finished, though. You know what I mean? He's that guy that would do that. That would happen to him. So, but what? So I'm looking at tapology. So the next fight lined up on the main card is the Tim Elliott. Uh, mm-hmm. Fight right? Okay, I just want to make sure. Yeah, make sure we're all looking at the same uh, information here. Because Tim Elliott, man, stepping up like he fought Mokayev last time around, and the motherfucker was winning on all the cards going into that third round. Mokayev caught him with the submission. So Tim Elliott, ultimate junkyard dog at 135, stepping right back in the saddle. And I, I mean, I can't pick against him in this fight, right? Like you guys, Um, who's got margin? I'm picking Elliott as a decision. With yeah, you. he's a minus 130 favorite, plus 110 underdog. Um, I'm definitely going with Tim Elliott, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just the, well, the scrambles, the, what is it, Smarji was out for a while, like injured, and he had, like, who was his original opponent? It was um, Nascimento, right? I, I would think Nascimento would have destroyed him too, but Nick, uh, Tim Elliott stepping up short notice. I guess the guy's always in shape and ready, so that's the only thing that I would be weary about is, you know, if he's not in good shape, maybe a bad weight cut, but definitely not picking Tim or not picking against Tim Elliott here for sure. Nope, nope, so, nope. 
But moving on to the co-main event, another short notice fight. Anthony Lionheart, the company man, should be his new nickname, Smith, because we always the ultimate ultimate company guy, right? Stepping yeah. up, fucking UFC broadcast guy, uh, does a great podcast with Michael uh, Bisbing. Definitely a good watch, good listen all the time. But man, Anthony Smith, last time he fought, he's kind of shopworn a little bit, like his body's letting him down. Maybe I I don't know, man. This is a weird one, right, Rudy? Because the odds are what in favor of Roundtree as a, as an underdog, right? And I yeah, don't think Khalil, he won that fight, dude. Khalil I winning, uh, you know, four four in a row. He's a minus two forty oh, favorite. Dude, I'm going for um, Khalil. Anthony Smith is a plus two hundred <laughs> underdog, and I'm gonna go with the underdog here, bro. Anthony Smith. Yeah. Um, mm. you know, Roundtree isn't isn't the the biggest light heavyweight. Anthony Smith, he's six four. Roundtree six one. He's significantly smaller. He's got a lot more power, but I've seen Anthony Smith fight a lot guys with a lot of power and way bigger, man. Uh, you know, he fought Ryan Spann. We all thought Ryan Spann was just going to destroy him because he got he, he lost to Johnny Walker unanimous decision before that. Magomed Ankalaev. Yeah, um, and you know, I I just I don't know, man. I think Anthony Smith's got the. Uh, the fight IQ to, to know what he's got to do to win this fight and take Khalil Roundtree down um, and get him down and keep him down. So I think he can, he can possibly finish Khalil, you know, in this event, despite what a lot of people thinking, you know, this, this guy's not dumb. Um, he's taking this fight because he thinks he has a chance to win it. It's just not a, yeah. Of course. I, I, yeah, I, I, I honestly, yeah. I give him, it's just, it's a huge step up in, in, uh, and talent for for uh, Khalil, you know, you've what yeah. Chris Dawkins, Dustin Jacoby, Carl Roberson, Bukowskis. Come on, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, who mm-hmm. really has yeah. he fought? Who really has he fought? Um, yeah, you know, he's yeah, got a lot been of power up. and he's, he's exciting, but yeah, Anthony Smith is just gonna he's gonna ruin a lot of people's nights. Oh, yeah, I agreed. Oh. I definitely agree, Rudy. And I think um, Khalil Roundtree, like you said, he's had a lot of tailor-made matchups for him where his style is, I mean, what does he do? He goes in there, he looks for a big right, the left cross. Exactly, um, bro. If, he, if he does, in fact, incorporate the leg kick slow, Anthony Smith always had problems with guys who kick yep. him. But but the guy is an excellent kickboxer. He's got great – his BJJ is superior. Um, if the fight does go to the ground, it will get fucking interesting because – uh, I don't think, well, Anthony Smith's a crazy guy. I think he would maybe want to play that with uh, Khalil here. But, yeah, man, um, Anthony Smith, I like that. You said, Rudy, though, just on a, on an underdog spot, that's some money to be made. It's a, uh, I, Khalil, if he does win it, it could be by decision. You know what I mean? It's a three-round fight. But, yeah, if you want to make some money, I think Anthony Smith may be the smart pick here. I'm going to pick Khalil Roundtree as a wild card, just a decision where everyone's money gets fucked, co-main event. Roundtree. <laughs> I'm, I'm picking Roundtree KO second round. Hey, that's gonna, a crazy wild. And he's going, yeah. and he's going to incorporate his uh, Muay Thai against Sonny, bro. I'm, bro. I'm going. I'm going with a bunch of dogs, man. Mm. Yeah, I got clear late stoppage. So, <laughs> what's next? What's next? You're done. Song. You're done for. Rudy's favorite fighter song or say song, it, Rudy. Song, always necessary Uh, but yeah man i mean this fight was supposed to be in what china right so it would have been great to see uh, ufc singapore and uh you know that's why you're seeing some of these asian fighters on this card they just threw it together too 
Yeah, it would have been great to see Song in a in a, a main event in Singapore. It'd be super legit as far as the other talent too. Like, did, wasn't it like the road to the UFC type mm-hmm. deal where a lot of fights just yeah. got canceled off this card? So we do yeah. still have eleven fights as of right now. We don't know if that's going to be the case come Saturday morning or tomorrow morning, of course. Uh, but Song Gedong, oh, man, Gutierrez is a <laughs> huge fucking underdog, right? Like people are not giving him a chance in this fight. I'm going with the I dog, got, bro. I'm I got a guapo waiting, bro, by decision. Mm. Yeah, he's a minus two ninety five uh, underdog. Plus, minus, I mean, a plus two ninety five underdog. Minus four hundred favorite for Yudong Song. Um, I'm going with a dog, bro. I'm going with a dog on this one. I'm going with yeah, so many you. dogs on this card. It's not <laughs> even funny, bro. Wow. I do hope that does cash out for you, well, Rudy, because I know a lot of people, like I said, in this main event. Gutierrez, like, he's going to have to fight. Like, Song Yudong, or Yudong Song has got, like, his, he is who he is as a fighter right now. Like, he has he has faced, like, some of the toughest guys in the division. He probably would have beat Corey Sanhagen had Sanhagen not, what is it, a doctor stoppage or so. That guy's the best striker in the fucking division. He gave him all he can handle. The guy's been with, what, your favorite team, Alpha Male, just perfecting his craft for many years now. And I think he's a complete fighter. He's ranked number seven. He's got it all put together, man. So Gutierrez, he's going to have to fight a firefight here, man, because Song Yudong is going to walk him down. He, he's not going to be able to run in this matchup. Mm-hmm. Leg kicks, possibly, but we've seen like Gutierrez get finished. Or, has Gutierrez, he's been finished before, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's been finished okay. before. I, was say, I thought maybe for some reason he has not been finished, but I think – He's yeah, never he been lost, KO'd. He lost uh, yeah. by decision against Pedro Munoz. But he's never been KO'd, though. So that's why mm. I think, like, um, Yadong Song could be that guy to finish him. I think this fight definitely doesn't see the judges. Um, mm. Song Yadong is super durable, too, man. Like, if it goes later, like the third round or so, which I'm going to pick uh, Song Yadong by a finish in the third, man, it's going to get crazy the first two or so. If it sees a third, it's going to get wild, man. I think uh, Song Yadong is going to be too much for him. Uh, TKO third I'm round. Going, I'm going with so many dogs on this card, bro. It's not even funny. I like and, Carlos Hernandez. You know he's the second card fight on this card against Tatsuro Taira. Tatsuro hasn't, bro. He's been very unimpressive, man. And when right? he yep. fights, he fights guys who hit him in the face. He kind of just buckles, and this I don't know. I think that's a bad matchup for him, bro. I, those odds are crazy. He's a minus 600 favorite, plus 420 underdog for Carlos Hernandez. I, I think Carlos has a chance to to get a finish, man. Yeah, I like that. I really uh, that's do. a good bet there. Because uh, what was the guy that nearly had Tyra uh, finish? Was it Chires making his uh, debut? Yep. So since then, you've mentioned it, though, Rudy. Like, uh, if the guy is going to be who they say is, he's got big, crazy odds on him here. He's got to deliver, man. Carlos Hernandez is another Chires here. Because, of course, it's the second fight yeah. on the card. So. I yeah, believe that guy's going to bring another dog. Our boy Steve Garcia against mm-hmm. Milky Costa. He's a yep. plus two ten underdog, minus two sixty favorite for Costa. Um, Garcia a lot of people KO sleeping on Garcia round, again, bro. They're sleeping on him again, and yep. I just I don't know, man. I think Garcia just third round. Yeah, he's got that heavy hand, bro. He carries mm-hmm. that weight, that power behind his uh, behind that punch, and it's going to be a good fight, bro. Good fight. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, because Steve Garcia, we know he only fights one way, and he goes in there, and he's the mean machine. He brings the violence. Um, he ends up, you know, I mean, most of the time, Steve's, you know, Steve's a finisher, first and foremost, but 
he could get caught, you know what I mean? Because he's a little bit wild sometimes, but that's just the way he fights, man. I've seen Steve fight many fights, cage side. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's, seen, everybody's seen what he's done in the UFC. And um, yeah, man, just like, I don't know, because as far as the weight cut went, I know he had some issues last week, couldn't compete. I hope that everything is uh, goes great and he makes the weight on the scales tomorrow. Uh, this is a great matchup. Um, Steve's, of course, ahead of him in the rankings, so he's got to win this fight to keep moving up, uh, climbing the ladder. So definitely cannot pick against the man. Steve Garcia, me machine time on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But my uh, ultimate lock on this card is uh, Young Sung Park over Shannon Ross. Oh, Shannon Ross. He's he's got his walking Yeah, he's he's the uh, the road to the UFC uh, title winner, Young Sung Park. Mm-hmm. Um, all all of their title winners have been kind of a flop for the UFC this year, so I'm sure they're banking on this dude to win uh, against mm-hmm. Shannon Ross, who's dropped three in a row. Mm-hmm. I, I'm surprised that the odds are what they are minus two twenty favor for Park and uh, m- plus one eighty underdog for someone who's lost three in a row. Yeah. Uh, he hasn't won a fight in, in three years, bro. Yeah, that's the lock of the night, and my low-key fight of the night will be the Kanan Song uh, Kevin Jusset fight. Yeah, that's so going to be know, that'll be fun. That's at the top of the car, the the uh, the prelims. Yeah, so if you're not watching every single second of every round of every fight of this event, mm. don't forget you're not a real fight fan. You better be mm. drinking Bud Light and have a fridge full of Prime ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> and fuck God, it Friday challenge tomorrow. Be ready for that. Have all the ingredients immediately. The second you see Dana White post it, you better have all the ingredients or go run to the store, or get door, them. Or door dash it if you have to. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> 11 fights slated. Hopefully it stays intact because, yeah, there is some banger fights on this card. Like Rudy's yeah. mentioned, a lot of, lot of underdogs. There's some money to be made. For everybody that watches, listen to the show. Uh, banking on Rudy's picks or my picks or Rudy. I mean, I mean, Mark and, and Rob. I don't know you guys have been doing all right lately. You've been yeah. doing all okay. Uh, we'll my, my, picks <laughs> shit. my picks okay. are my picks are locked in, so we'll see how we go. I'm yeah. not so, locked in yet. My picks are shit last week, so I really got to think this time. I'm not, you know, <laughs> but I cannot fuck up next weekend's card, okay? I have to ace that card. Hey, we only got oh, two more events. To, 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 we got this event yeah, and next week, and that's it, man. Oh, I know. Yeah, so I, so I, and that's we got to finish the year last strong. Show of the year. Next, well, I cannot next wait Thursday. for next year's show. Like next week's show, that's gonna be fun as hell. That event. Yeah. Well, boys, it was good yep. being back. Hell yeah! Not like forever. Yep. Yeah. Well, guys, thanks. Thanks again. We had a banger show. Um, shout out to everybody that's watching and or listening right now. Really do appreciate your support. Thanks for all the comments, and, and we did. I did see that little QR code getting scanned. Um, that's pretty cool. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, David, you know what to do, man. After a month out, seemed like a year. We are back. Huh. We thought we were going somewhere. We ain't going anywhere. We're always going to be right here every Thursday. FightbookMMA.com. This is episode number one ninety-seven. We got two more to end the year. So make sure to Two tune more. in next Thursday for UFC uh, 290. We've got a big UFC pay-per-view next week. We'll be right here breaking them down. We may, in fact, have a mystery guest. We'll see. You never know. You never know. For all the latest combat sports news around the world, around the clock, go to fightbookmma.com. Go to our social medias, uh, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, hit subscribe, like, show us some love there. 
for all our previous episodes, wherever you get your podcasts, all um, go to your podcast platform of choice. Sitting ringside, Bible MMA, like, subscribe, share. For myself, Dave Rodriguez, Rudy Lara, producer at hand, Mark Ambi Miller up north, and the boss, Roberto Villa. We are out. Enjoy the fights. See you next week.